Hello and welcome along to G'day GA, brought to you in association with O'Neill's International Sportswear, the choice of champions. Please visit at O'Neill Sportswear AU on Facebook and Instagram. Shawnee O'Leary is making a very funny face here, joining us all the way from Melbourne, Australia. Welcome along, Shawnee. How are you going, lads? Getting a bit of feedback here, but I'm going well. A nice uh, Easter weekend here in Melbourne, 27 degrees. Bambi 27. Bambi 27. That's it. Well, I'm here in Russellstown, County Waterford, with Giggles in Giggles' Kitchen. Giggles, That's thanks right. for having me. Yeah, welcome back to Ireland, Liam. Good to have you back. Great to be here. We had a bammy 16 degrees here, Giggles, did we? We did. It was, it was very nice now, yeah. We went for a walk in the woods. Henry and Sean were throwing stones in the water. Great crack. So much shine. <laughs> we were in our t-shirts. We were in our t-shirts this afternoon, Shawnee in 16. It was lovely. Liam wasn't throwing stones at all, Giggles, no? No, no. No, I wouldn't trust ones. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so we, yeah, it's great to be back with Giggles. The last podcast we did it did with you, Shawnee, in your house with Giggles on the other end of the line. was that? Is that two months ago? Yeah, so a while ago. I think it's kind of we're being called the championship outfit oh. now. That's what we're being called. There's, there's a lot of feedback coming in saying you're only good for the championship. Yeah. You're only fair day podcasters. It reminds me, actually, I and I just popped into my head here after that last podcast, Giggles. We had a, a few listeners dial in or send me a few tweets about <laughs> your. Um, <laughs> Yeah. A few tweets about your comment about Dunica Fahey and that he was a Waterford man. Oh, yeah. And even though he played with Tipperary under 20s, he won all Ireland with Tipperary under 21s, played in the senior panel for a couple of years as well. It was part of the senior panel that won in 2001, I think, as well. It was the opposite so way around. Few, I had that two, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, two, yeah right. two angry yeah. lads there were correcting me I think, on that one. I, I think like, I'm sure I'm you tell giggles. I could be wrong now, but he might have played Waterford minor and played senior for tip, as, and I had it the wrong way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. I'd say right. he's he's definitely not going to stake any claim to Waterford. Yeah, we put on the on record now. Well. Giggles admitting he was wrong. Yeah, he was. He went to St. Kieran's <laughs> College actually at school. But he learned to hurl like Kenny. So there you go. <laughs> um. Oh, great, great to be back. Sorry for the absence, everyone tuning in. It's been a busy, busy few weeks, um, but we're back on board now. We're going to go hard at it for what's what's ahead of us for the next few months. Ten weeks, ten weeks of championship. Yeah, and who knows after that, but we're very, very excited to be to be back. We're, today's show, we're going to have a look at a Munster championship preview. That's right. We're going. That's right. And we're going to have right. a look at the giggles. It's it's kind of a giggles. You've got the accent already. <laughs> giggles giggles corner slash focus on the Irish media. That's what giggles wants to look at today. It's kind of right. a giggles hot take rather than kind of a giggles corner. And then we're going to do a a, a Leinster a Leinster preview. So um yeah no we'll spend about three minutes on Leinster I'd say would we. Uh, we can keep <laughs> we can keep Leinster relatively quick. Although we did this last year, I remember if it wasn't on oh, what year yeah, was it? Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. We 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 ended up trying to gloss over Leinster. Leinster ended up being the best by a mile. The best yeah, by a yeah, mile. We had some fantastic games and some some interesting results. So we kind of don't know what way Ron Rubin is going to go. Anyway, we, we we'll get into it. Um, yeah. So great to be back. Get in touch with us on Akadega on Twitter, Instagram, and Gadega at gmail dot com. Um. <laughs> It's always, you know, great to, you know, to say that you walk the steps of Crow Park and you lifted the McCarthy Cup, like, and, but, you know, we never changed one bit from the day we started, let's say, our first game with, with Glenmore. Going back to your locals and the people that you're brought up with and you're reared with, and it's just, there's nothing like coming back there, like. The one the fancy open top bus line, I think we had Dublin's, Richard Dublin's lorry, and up on the back of the lorry and off down, and just lovely country, and a few bonfires. 
full of lovely country people here in Russellstown County Waterford. Now, just over the border is Tipperary Clamel. We are on. How, what's the distance to the border, Giggles? I'd say we we we'd, we'd poke a ball over it at this stage. Yeah. yeah. So it is nice visiting Giggles, and it's not in Tip. Like you know, I don't mind coming to visit him in Waterford. Giggles. You don't is feel like you're in Tip, um, Liam? Do you? No, I don't. Because I actually didn't have to go into Clamel on the way from Kilkenny. You can cut off after Bulmers. And you went up the back road, so I didn't feel like I was really in Tipperary at all. So that was kind of a bonus. Um, wouldn't say that to Giggles' wife, Jill. She's obviously from Clamel, but you know, Giggles knows Still what I'm talking about. Some lovely country, though. No, I have said now where, the, where Giggles is here now is beautiful. I have said it is lovely. Um, lovely war for people, the neighbours we've met. <laughs> they, they were, weren't yeah. they? They're all very friendly. Welcome to Russell's Town. Welcome to Russell's Town, they said, as we were out for a walk. The Heenan Mansion and, 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 um, and Stables, is it? Yeah, we're staying in the guest lodge. Yeah, oh, on the grounds. Yeah, it's at the front. It's at the, the, the gatehouse. Yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> it's nice, though. It's nice after they, they had all the, the help and the servers come down, bringing their bags and stuff. Uh, <laughs> but it's good, good. It's good. Good to be here. But um, monster championship this weekend. Giggles is. This is shocking news. We're going to just break it to the listeners. Giggles is not going to the match on Sunday. He yeah. told me that this afternoon. He's had a very busy few weeks. He's not going to. The, the rule. The rule in this more GA was you had to have your membership paid or you weren't to draw for the tickets. I spent about two hours on that club funder bloody app. I'm telling you one thing, it's brutal. Couldn't pay me membership, wasn't the draw, don't have a ticket. How bad oh is that? God. Now, that's pretty bad. If you want to take that as the reason that he's not going, fair enough. But there's other, there's other factors in it. But he's not <laughs> going down to the match, which is a disgrace. So we look at that match first, I think. Tip and Watford. Tip and Watford. Giggles, you're working for a big energy company there in Cork. Surely they would have gotten you a ticket. They get me. To, they get me any tickets they want to the park. To the park. <laughs> but this game is is in the wrong park. We're in Welsh Park. We're in Welsh Park, not D Park, <laughs> not Keith Park. Um, but look, it, what I think is funny, this game coming up Waterford Tipperary. I think it's the first time in any time you would say you can't see anything but a strong Waterford win here. Like, yeah. in and Giggles, even for you saying that, thinking that is in. I could not see Tipperary beating Waterford so I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at the Waterford bench here now, right? The bench, not the starting team. Irla Daly on the bench. Shane Bennett on the bench. Parik Mahoney on the bench. Kieran Bennett on the bench. Jamie Barron on the bench. Austin Gleeson on the bench. Those six or seven players would, would probably make the Limerick team. Do you know, or would yeah. they be close to it Uh-oh. anyway? And, and the starting team, they've gone, whether they start this way or not, they've gone with the same team that started the league final Hard to argue against that when they put up such a convincing performance. I I imagine Austin Gleeson is going to be playing. I I don't know. Like he scored two three against Wexford. He did a stupid thing. Everybody saw how infuriated Liam Cahill was when he when it happened. You know, I think the words uttered out of his mouth. He's an f and ape, is what he is. I think if he did the, the lip reading, um, and look, he he's obviously a very principled coach, Liam Cahill, and he's done a great job at Waterford. I, I just think like it, it's a week one. You have to get off to a win. I can't imagine him not but playing Aston Gleeson. Do you think though I was I went to the league final and seen Morford play in the flesh with no Austin Gleeson? Do you think though there's an argument you made that with Austin Gleeson not there? You know he's he's quite, he's the firepower, he's the star man. There was everyone had to be a star man. Yeah. From a balance from a balanced perspective, like you know what I mean? Like he'll definitely he'll definitely not play him. I I don't see any reason why he needs to play him. No, like, well, like if you if you go back to the Wexford game, everyone thought Wexford put out a bad team or they trained hard. Like, Watford proved in the league final that that wasn't the case. They just absolutely steamrolled them. 
and Austin Gleeson scored two, three from play, and he could have mm. had more. And he he made every like, and there was no Stephen Bennett there that day against Wexford. So when you have a forward line with Stephen Bennett, who is arguably the best forward in the country at the moment, uh, Daisy Hutchinson, who didn't play well in the league final, he did no, play he very well against Wexford. Uh, Austin Gleeson, um, who else was in there? Jack Pendergast is on fire at the moment. Jesus Christ. Mm, yeah, he's um, very well. Patrick Curran is showing the form from minor and under 21 days. He's really bringing that in there now. And then you throw in Michael Kiley, who had was one of the players of the Fitzgibbon Cup. Neil Montgomery, I don't know how, like I don't know who actually who would drop me. Montgomery had a great game last season, a real workhorse. And maybe that's why Austin isn't in. Maybe they're picking the kind of um, form. They, they want to have one or two work, workers in there as well. But it's. Um, it's it's pretty hard to see past the Waterford win this weekend. I'm looking at the tip team there. The tip forward line looks relatively strong. I'll just put it up there. But the tip back line is unbelievably inexperienced. You're talking about um, Dylan Quirk. You're talking about guys, the, the lad from Kiladangan. I can't remember his name. The thing has gone in front of me now. But but I, I couldn't name five of the six backs. Rona Maher and Cahill Barrett are the only two familiar faces. James Kennedy's playing wing back, fair enough. He's a, he's a good player. They've moved Barry Heffernan out to midfield. They're missing. But the that was going to happen, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that was yeah. coming because of what Cheedy did and what he yeah. backed in, that the transition team was going to come, and that's here now in front of us. This, this is it. And, like, you would just wonder, uh, like, I, I could be eating my words next week, right? But uh, I, can't, I, can't, I can't see anything but a, a big win for Watford. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I, like, I think. Now, the one thing I will say is this tip are really coming under the radar. But looking at Waterford and the conditioning that they have physically, the hurling they're actually playing, they're the farm team in the country. And with the league being so close to the championship this year, this is why it would be interesting McCork and Limerick will be talking about that later, is form matters now. Yeah. Waterford got to the league final, had an absolute cracking game, played brilliant, they've had a week of training, now they're back out again. That's ideal preparation. You cannot beat that kind of a run-in when the championship is so close and we're going into, effectively, another league. Yeah. So it's very hard to look past Warford, I think. I think I think there was, in hindsight, at the moment, it was probably right that the commentary around the league being so close to the championship was, well, you don't want to lose your semi-final because you've lost the semi-final. And especially in the way Wexford might, might have lost it, right? That, that wasn't good for them. And then you don't want to lose a final because there's loads of question marks. And from a Cork point of view, they they lost the final pretty badly. Like The, the scoreline didn't reflect the dominance that Warford had on the day. And then on the Waterford side, look, we're just very worried in Waterford that we're not getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> and no, I think if you just look at the reaction from Stephen Bennett when he scored the second goal, like he was an absolute wonder goal. He stopped dead in his tracks, jogged back out to his position. There was no, you know, the usual kissing of the crest and rising yeah. the crowd. There was none of that. Yeah, They just seem to be pretty clinical at the moment. Um, and I think a good win on tip, over Tipperary this weekend just sets up lovely for the following regardless of what happens in the Cork Limerick match but we'll get to that in a while do yeah, you see Attenborough and Waterford winning no Sorry. I don't and I think going back like yeah I'd probably do like Limerick or Waterford did look did look that much better than Cork in the in the final and I, I'd agree with Giggles I think this scoreline flattered Cork a little um, but at the same time it was, it was a positive thing that they hung in there but aside from that like Waterford's depth I mean you could call out the bench there I, I don't think I don't think uh, Cattle is under any pressure to play Gleeson because I think Waterford are that far ahead of Tipperary. Um, look, let's 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 um, let's call out the white elephant here in the room. Like 
it's what like and I'm not saying this you know flippantly looking to see Waterford stumble later in the year but like Waterford looked to be the contender this year Waterford looked to be from my bet in yeah all my money is on Waterford to win this year like it's it's theirs it's not theirs to lose it's Limerick's to lose but I'm saying is they are just look like a totally different team as Giggle said they're not kissing the crest they're not like that team of you know the mid 2000s you know they look much more assured in what they're doing there's a bit more um, workman like performances across the, the board as well there's no like you have the Hutchinson you have you know Ty Gog you have you know, Gleeson but they're not they're not standing head and shoulders above everybody else. Like, there's other contenders coming in there. There's Daly, you know, those fellas are coming yeah, up to the four now as I, well. I just think yeah. I can't see Tipperary holding any any account of them this, this weekend. And I think it's when you do look at the bench, that's when you get confident. If you look back in those Kilkenny teams of old, it was when they had that depth of those five, six lads who all could be starting. Yeah. So when you look at that depth now and you see that, that gives you huge confidence. And competition from places like you know what I mean like there's no way you would have thought you were going to look at those your point as well about the league being so close that's another factor as well like I was just looking back through all the results there before while I was waiting 40 minutes for gigas to get out of the shower Um, (laughs) that you know the league the league winners you know going on to win the championship it doesn't really matter now either because the, the, the league is so close to championship like you know, yeah. it. You know, you could separate the league and the championship, saying, "Oh, the league is the league." I don't think you can do no, that. You can't. You can't in this format and no. in the way the the condensed season is. I don't think it's it's right and, to do that and, either. And, and that's why Tipperary might have a slight advantage over someone like Cork, like you just said. That Tipperary haven't been yeah. in the semi-finals, haven't been the final. They've been doing their in-house matches. They could come in and try and catch water from the hop, which is going to be yeah, very hard. Exactly. Cork. The same with Limerick. Yeah, same with Limerick. Cork have to pick themselves up off the ground after being whacked in that league final when they thought they'd probably made progress after beating Limerick and then kind of getting, you know, they were pro- I think they were brought back down to earth where, where they were at, like, and that's pr- probably where they are at, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, it's you have a very different mindset going into that opening game for them now, I think they are going to be a bit, a bit, we'll, a bit we'll get into, we'll get into Cork later. No, but what, but what anyway, I'm just yeah. trying to say is, it's interesting where you are, like your point on just on the league. But uh, yeah, look, let's yeah. let's cap yeah. off our predictions here. I'm going to go by Waterford by seven points. That's what I'm going for. I'm going to go Waterford by nine points. Yeah, I'll go by eight, yes, just to stick in the middle. But stick definitely Waterford yeah. winning. Now. <laughs> yeah, Waterford win. Waterford win all round. Well, on, on to Parky Quiff. Oh, Giggles was breaking your bench. Just broke Giggles' seat. That's because I had Who eight knows? rare rushes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he won't keep away from me. Um, yeah, look, Park, Cork and Limerick, Parky Queeve. I think it's a sellout, Shawnee. Is that right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm hearing a sellout. Forty thousand sellout, um, which yeah. is which is great considering they don't have much matches down this year. They have kind of concerts mainly, so it's good. I suppose we're having the odd match down there to get a good crowd in. Liam is going to head here yeah. and Shawnee. Do you know that he, he's he's going to the park. I'm going to Crow Park. Oh, you want to I'm not going oh, to Parky oh, Queeve. I wouldn't give those fuckers the money. <laughs> Crow Park Oak. Yeah. Yeah, no, going to Ed Sheeran in Crow Park Sunday week. Looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, Cork Limerick, four o'clock Sunday. A great double header ahead of us, obviously, on Sunday Motor Championship. But yes, Johnny, on that point, you must have been, after watching that league final, going, that's the last thing we want to know going into that match against Limerick. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I thought so. I thought we were closer than that. But again, it throws up the all failings again, you know, of Cork and, and defence, especially. Yeah. Well, I, 
I'm hoping, and this back. is this is a complete this is a complete bias now, is that I'm hoping Daryl Leary gets in at fullback. I think he is he is a he is an answer there. Um, he's he's definitely a solution for things there. But I think more centre back is the is the main problem. I I've said this last year as well. I just don't, and I said it before the All Ireland. I don't think Coleman is our our centre back. I don't think he is going to be. And they're not going to change it now. Look, he's going to be sent to that probably on, on Sunday. I'd be very surprised if he's not. But you look at, like, Kieran Joyce is going to be the Cork center back for the next couple of years. Yeah, you know, he's a fantastic player. On. Jeez, yeah. He's brilliant, yeah. He's, he's going to be the next center back. And I don't know, is you, are you better off throwing caution to the wind and just throw him out there now and, and let him grow into that position? Um, or just leave it as it is. I throw him out there now and, and, and grow from there. But, yeah, I think... That centre back is still. A, I still think though that Cork will get will get out of the group this year, and I still think Cork will be in the latter stages. I'm and I'm. I know, you know but I'm if you lose this match, but I'm also hoping at the same time. Like if you lose this match, match Sunday, Limerick, yeah, if you lose this match, you're, yeah. you're under serious pressure. Like you know, like lose. Well, I go, ba- I, I go back to the. To, I go back to the point I made earlier about you know the league form, you know, and championship, and yes, Limerick. It might have suited Limerick, you know, to go off in, in up to Adair Manor and behind closed doors and, and do their training matches and whatever and get ready for this and hit the ground running. But I still think Cork have a bit of an advantage in the games that they've been playing all along, having got that lesson against Waterford. I mean, like you learn so much from a loss and you would do from a win. And I think I think Cork will just I'm I'm thinking Cork will just about shade this still on, on, on Sunday. Oh, because Johnny, I, I th- look. I, I think what's in Cork's favour is Limerick's lack of form and the inability to be able to flick a switch. Noting they're all Ireland champions and have been the best team in the country for the last two years, to flick a switch from showing from showing nothing. Plus, they did Hayes, that last year in the Munster final. Yeah, but Hayes is out. I've heard. Is that true? Is he named on the team? The the team's name, but like, great. I I I haven't seen the backs. Graham uh, Graham Mulcahy and David Reedy are named in the yeah, forward. Yeah, Flanagan's out. So, t- like to me, to me, Limerick are sitting ducks for Cork. I I think actually, in hindsight, the league final was probably a good thing for Cork from a championship point of view. Like, yeah. if 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 they weren't showing up against Waterford, Limerick probably would have ate them alive because they wouldn't have had a chance to rectify it. Now, if you look at a full forward line of Aaron Gillan, Seamus Flanagan and Peter Casey, you're absolutely crapping your pants if you're a full back line. If you look at a full back line of Aaron Gillan, David Reedy and Graham Mulcahy, who's nearly as old as myself, are you really that worried? Like, and, and, and like He's been a great player, like Graham Mulcahy. David Reedy's never done it from a starting position for Limerick. He went off and played with Kildare for a year or two, came back. Nothing wrong with that, but you know he, he's not your, your star forward. Keen Lynch is carrying an, an injury in from the Fitzgibbon. He hasn't had that much game time with Limerick by all accounts. Liam, I don't know, is he not starting or not? Kyle Hayes, I must look it up here. Who's that? Kyle, Kyle Hayes, wing back, yeah. Well, yeah. Kyle Hayes is name wing back, but again, coming it, in a little bit undercooked. It's the same six as Zoller in the final, same midfielders. And, but uh, but same you know what's interesting is, 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 is to be fair, like Lehan actually was taken off against Waterford, but he was actually doing okay. He, he had a very quiet second half. Robbie O'Flynn is a revelation for Cork this year. Yeah. He is flying it and he's Har- really running Harley's it. useless though. Harley won't start for Cork. Harley's gone. Stand. No, no, no. He definitely can't What's start. the story with Jack O'Connor? Jack, is he, he won't start either. He's What's apparently the story just with out of confidence. Just confidence is shot. He was unbelievable yeah, last year like from... Yeah. I'm the same um, questions about him, Liam. I, like, yeah. I can't understand how he's... The half-hour line will be... Le- he mustn't be going well. In it'll background. be Leanne Barrett and Robbie O'Flynn in the half-hour line. The full-hour line will be Horgan, Connolly and Kingston. 
that's what it'll be. Yeah, but Kingston has a start. Yeah. He was phenomenal yeah. when he came on at Ferris. I'm like, yeah. So th- that's a decent forward. Like, Dara Fitzgibbon was probably the midfielder of the league. And next thing, Carrock Daly, I have to give him, like, he's my club mate. I, I came back and I saw from training last year. He's only still only 19. I can't believe it. He's an animal. He's unbelievable. He's His yeah. pace of the man is ridiculous. His drive and determination is, I've never seen it like it. From, uh, and he was unbelievable. Like he was, I, I, I thought he was mad at the match the last day in the league final. Um, he took Fitzgibbon yeah. out, but Fitzgibbon will be back. He's having a great a great year. Midfield with him, question mark. Who, who's going to be midfield with him? Like Jerome Melrick could be an answer to fullback. He could be an answer to, to wingback. He'll be, Melrick will be midfield. I, I, I don't think they're going to change yeah. the whole point. So the, the, the Cork system is they play Mellorick midfield, so he drops back to centre-back to allow Coleman to play yeah. as a sweeper. Basically, is, mm-hmm. what, is what they do. Um, and, the, Jesus, the lateral passing from Cork is is absolutely uh, shocking. boring. Like it's, it, shocking. It's, it's like the Cork football team when they're in yeah, bad form. Say, it yeah. is. Go yeah. lateral, go lateral. Whereas you saw the Watford forward and like Stephen Bennett's goal in the second half epitomised it, caught the puck out, went straight at the defence. I, there was no goal on. I was like, tap it over. We just need to get four points ahead. Head down, off yeah. the stick. Power he got out of the shot was ridiculous. But I, I still think Cork will learn a lot from that. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a cracker. I think Parky Cueve will suit Cork. The home advantage. They're hurting. They're going to hurt them over last year's All-Ireland final. I wouldn't be surprised if Cork win this on Sunday. I, I'm going to go for a Cork win as well. Yeah, no. I, I Tight though. Tight Cork win. I think Limerick are going to do it. I think Limerick are going to do it. I think it will be a good game, but I think I, I think Limerick are going to have too much for them still. And I think it's Cork's backs. And also just their use of the ball. Seeing them come out with the ball against Waterford and this lateral movement where they have to do these four passes before they get to the half-back line. And then they were lumping in the ball and the ball was going dead. Yeah, Robert Downey hitting ball on his own free, killing the ball. Yeah, So I don't actually think... They have, and Horgan, let's be honest about it as well, is is nearly gone. He's, 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 still, he's still there, though. Like he, no, he but caused like Conor Prunty a few problems. Like Conor yeah, Prunty didn't have everything his own way, and Horgan didn't But he's on the way in, though. Yeah, he's, he's not the player he was, yeah, of course. Which is yeah, like he's giving you know, new, new servers. Yeah, I think the, blue, the blueprint is probably there, and what Waterford did, and like Waterford, the game they brought to Cork was like no time on the ball whatsoever, and it was yeah. just push up, push up, push up. And that, that's what forced the lateral passing from Cork because they couldn't see anything up ahead. They couldn't see space. They couldn't see man a red jersey free or even within five yards. There was always a Waterford jersey up his ass. And I think that's the blueprint, I think, to, to just force Cork to make the decision and, you know, turn the ball over and go again. And, like, that's what hurts Horgan as well is because there's slow ball is not going to help Corgan no either. no I mean, no he needs, he needs quick ball in about a couple of yards of space he'll still punish I don't think he's finished no um, I don't think he's finished but is in, he's in his last year probably I, I, I would play Patrick Horgan at centre forward this year and let him pick points from everywhere because at full forward he's just going to be marked too tightly for, for a man of his age and the pace is catching up with him a little bit. Throw Barrett in flight full forward who, who seems to want to go at defenders or leave Connolly full forward and put Barrett in the corner and, and have a kind of a more physical presence in there because I think Hannon has to mark him then if he's centre forward. He can't just sit off Patrick Horgan because he'll score six or seven points. So it'll be interesting. I think Cork will make a couple of tweaks. I don't know what they'll be to be honest but I think yeah, I be looking a, for the team there. I can't see it. Oh, no, they're they're, they're not out yet. Cork aren't out yet. I th- I think there'll be a backlash in Cork. I, I I wouldn't be surprised with a tight Cork win this weekend. I didn't think I'd say that now, but after seeing the Limerick team 
And I think if you go back to the league, Limerick had to beat Clare, right? They kind of they didn't have to, but you know they were going into that match with yeah. a chance of relegation. And like I think Clare, obviously they're not playing this weekend. They're probably the team everybody's going to underestimate. I think Watford are quite lucky in the fact that they're actually going to play Clare last because it's on in, in Ennis, which is most teams don't get a result in Ennis against Clare. So Watford would be hoping they'd be qualified at that stage, yeah. either for third or for or for the Munster final. I I think Clare. Well, I, I think I think Tipper are going I to be the team that will get beaten by everyone, and I think Clare will be a team Claire, that might rattle. Clare will turn over someone. Yeah, Clare are going to turn over the, the three. You know that that are probably in the running to get through. But I think like back on your point as well, Liam about Cork. I think they actually have improved from last year from that you know defeat to, to Limerick in the All Ireland final. I think. The new lads they brought in have made a difference. I mean, Kieran Joyce, you know, is a case in point there, totally. I mean, like, he's a completely different player to Owen Cadigan, like, much more hurling, much more, you know, awareness and, the, and much more of a defender. I know the Shane Binnock goal was probably one he, he'll be looking back on, but, like, he's still very young, yet, you know. Um, and I think that's why there'll be so much hurt from that All Ireland final defeat. I know they beat him in the league, but that doesn't mean. Not much to them in, t- in the regards to the championship. They need to beat them now on Sunday, you know, to to squash those demons. I guess they're in their heads, and that's I think that's why they'll do it. So why are you giving them Cork by? Huh? Why are you tipping? Why are you tipping Cork to win by? I, I'm only tipping by to win by two or three points. Three points yeah, okay. yeah, okay. I'm going to go for Limerick by two. You want to go for Hockey Gills? I go for Cork by two. Yeah. Too. yeah. Okay. Look, looking forward to it. It's going to be a brilliant Super Sunday, Sean. I won't lie. One of the best things about being back home in Ireland is watching matches at a normal time during the day when they're actually on. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Turn on the telly at three o'clock and the match is on, or going to the match even better. So going to the match would be better. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to any of them? I'm not Are going, going to any match weekend. Not this weekend. I'm hurling myself Sunday Junior F. <laughs> Sunday oh, yeah. morning half eleven. So I have a hurling match myself at half eleven, then I have two matches to watch on telly. Yeah, I'm going to full tilt on that. Preparation's key. Who are your three from Munster, Shawnee, that are coming out of the province? Um I'm going with the obvious one of like I think Waterford top the group. I think L- Limerick will be second, Cork will be third. That's probably not a bad way to call it. I probably would call it the same. Clear Ford pushing Cork. I, I uh, yeah. and it, and it could turn out to be clear Ford pushing Limerick. Mm. Depending on what way this weekend goes, yeah, I can't wait for this turn, Robin. I'm delighted. This, but I know, and that's the other thing to note, lads. And I, I like, I, I hate to say it, Watford came in off the back of a league final. Now they didn't win it, and they had a terrible performance in the final in 2020 or 2019. And the round robin, we just have to remember, Watford never won a game in the round robin. That's just a fact. We we haven't. It doesn't seem to see yeah. us in 2019. In 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 in, in any round robin game. For two years oh, at the round right, robins yeah, in, Watford yeah. have either drawn or lost all their games. So it was that's not going to happen this year. Different yeah. times, but I think Watford have a lot of expectation on them. Everyone's Sweet. tipping them up. They have a great pen. Oh, yeah. They have a great team. Um, they had one draw. They had one draw in 2018. The goal score. That was the yeah. point. Yeah. Oh, the goal score, yeah. yeah. So 2018 was Cork, Clare, Limerick. 2019 was Tipperary, Limerick, Cork. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting. We'll have a fair idea after Sunday night what way it's going to stack up because you're under serious pressure after round one. But that's Munster. Definitely the games of the weekend are in Munster. But we do that's have... That's the end of it, so. <laughs> <laughs> No, we have a little giggles corner here on... on, on we'll the see you next week, guys. And then we will have, we'll, have a, we'll have a look at Leinster before we wrap up. <laughs> a phenomenal man that has contributed so much to Waffle Hurling over the last 20 years. And if every fella gave what he gave... 
who knows what we would have won. That's a huge one. All the way in. But once again, Ken McGrath standing strong, indestructible at number six. A retrast in the parker. A dinner flick either on Leroy de Stock and Alive, because a cast and drawn cooler, because a dull. Being Ken McGrath himself. We've been unlucky not to win all Ireland, but I think that defines any of our generation. We've been involved in some of the best games of all time. We lifted a whole generation of hurling people in Waterford. We have to win all Ireland, but I'll be honest, the team will be remembered. We're watching one of the great artists of our time in hurling, Ken McGrath. Ken McGrath whipping the ball over is, the bar. Is, is, that, is that clip now just not fitting what's potentially going to unfold this year? Well, there was Dan was on first. Dan Dan came on for us in a challenge match last weekend. Forty five years of age, he scored one one. <laughs> he still oh has it for fuck's sake. He was there. He hasn't trained with us yet at all. But we were short numbers. He came on, couple of spits into the hand, <laughs> ball across the box, played the hurley, banging off the back extension. Yeah, oh geez, he still has it. But um, I was just going to say, like. Every single podcast you tune into in the last week has been about the split season. I couldn't, I can't get over everybody's negativity. We haven't even got into this season yet, and they're giving What's out. That about? I haven't. They're, they're giving out about the All Ireland Finals in mid July. That, um, that the season is over um, mid July and, and August and September, and it's all the the, the, the the traditionally. Even Eddie Brennan was in on it the last day as well. I couldn't believe it, but like. I can't believe you've got so many games coming up. Like this weekend alone, the two in Munster, and no disrespect to Leisure Westmead, we wouldn't really be looking at the Dublin and Kilkenny games with too much interest because we think that they would be one sided affairs. But then Wexford Galway is going to be a fantastic game and we'll set up and potentially break one of those two teams. And I listened to a show with Eddie Brennan on the other day, and the first 30 minutes were about the split season. When everybody realised in COVID that the split season was the right thing to do for the club player, 99.6% uh. of the player population get to play in the summer and, oh, I, I can't get over it. I don't know what you thought. Uh, and, and the only way it can be done is the championship, ha- the county has to be first for, for the split to work. You have yeah. to do county first, otherwise it's, you can't go, we'll do the club first in the county because you'll end up won't having lads. You, you know won't have g- the All-Ireland club yeah. ja- title. So like I think it's a fantastic idea. Everyone was... Raving about how great it was in the first our first year of COVID when that ended up that the club got to play in the summer. We had a winter All Ireland which was suboptimal. Yeah. Now we're having a su- we're still having a summer All Ireland essentially. We played in July. Obviously, a game starting a bit early, but we just need to look at it in a different lens. That we have a league competition now, which is a fantastic competition as we just saw play out, and now we're going to have another fantastic All Ireland series. I think it's going to be absolutely brilliant as well. And like you just said, then July, the club hurler is going to come along and he's going to play all the way until September, which is the best time of year to be hurling anyway. Yeah. So and, then, and then there's the, the other rhetoric, oh, we're going to lose a load of lads to America. If you, if you look at all the clubs in America, you can only lose about 60 bloody players in the whole country to America because they have the 60 days sanctions that are allowed to go. You can't lose that many players. Football can probably lose a few more. And like, how can you begrudge a lad probably goes once in his life to America to go out and play and actually have a life experience that is hurling is involved with, which is unbelievable, rather than worry about him playing for for his club for a year. There's, oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. The fuck the negativity, excuse language, is is unbelievable around at the moment. I yeah. cu- I could not That's get over crazy. it last week. People talking about losing players to America. The split season is wrong. Have to play the sep- all Ireland finals in August at least, if not September. And you're like, 
Because they love they love a whinge in the morning. Yeah, it was yeah. like there was one Twitter. I think it's our our um, journalist. I think it's Donica Boy said from July onwards going to be boring. Yeah. It's like, well, not if those the people. But it's those people making those comments. Is your then this club championship, which is fantastic. Like so, yeah. I think I think it's a, it's the best of both worlds. And we everyone would be giving out about the GEA if they had not brought this in, saying it worked in COVID, and then you've gone back to you, know, you only care about the money, blah blah. blah. They've made a decision that does actually compromise. Yeah. The intercounty season because even from a sponsorship point of view, all that kind of stuff, it does condense it in. It's not as attractive in terms of how prolonged it is. So they have made a call that is in the favour of the club here. They don't get things right all the time. But I actually think they've really got this one right. And yeah, I, I can't wait for this round, Robin, because it's a fantastic series. And then we go into an All Ireland series. And maybe it's just exactly. the likes of Dunica Boyle and the like who just don't, aren't maybe quality journalists and aren't into this, the, the detail of things that, that are, they're looking to kind of draw back. And maybe they're, I, I don't know, I don't know Dunica Boyle at all. I don't read anything. They're, not, in, they're not into the grassroots of the GA, really. They're only possibly, the possibly. And he's just yeah, looking for, for, for airtime. Maybe we've bitten, but look. But we're biting and we're giving our, our bit back to say that today GA endorses is the split season as is. We'll do a statement to that effect. We will, yeah. Will you release it? Release the statement. <laughs> release it through your contact in Adelaide. But yeah, yeah, it is interesting the commentary of it. But I think once we start this weekend, that's just going to be forgotten about because then you're away. Yeah, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, it you're into it. Is. You're into it. So yeah, look, uh, yeah, you're looking forward to getting it started. Um, but while we're there on it, let's I suppose get have a look at Lindsay. You're, you're writing off two games, giggles. You don't think there'll be anything. Well, however, no, however, yeah. we did this. Was what year did we do this? Was, was not even was it last year? 20, we said no, twenty nine. No, there was a, it was one we did last year. We said it's not even worth mentioning, and it came back to bite us on the ass. What Dub- game was that? Dublin Leash. Yeah, oh, which yeah. is this weekend. Yeah, again. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Leash Dublin last yeah. year. <laughs> so no, two years ago to them. Oh, oh no, it was a Dublin. It was Dublin Galway last year. Was the one we wrote off. We said it wasn't going to even be worth talking about, and Dublin Beck Galway, you know, that's that right, yeah, that's yeah, because so Galway, where we thought we were going yeah. to be the the contenders to Limerick, so yeah. look, Westmeath Kilkenny, let's go there, first. let's go let's there go first. Kilkenny uh, Kenny, give name a strong team. TJ is named on the bench for the first game. Stop, Giggles is playing with a fucking Paw Patrol tie. He's worse than you, Shine. He's banging it off the table. I don't know if you can hear that. There, he's driving me mad. It's bad as you for on your kitchen table. Um, but Kilkenny have named a strong team. Um, TJ back in the bench I don't think it'd be interesting to see I don't think TJ even, might even feature tomorrow in Mullingar yeah. he's really struggling with a groin injury by all accounts I think they're managing him through as best they can to where he's actually required if he can get away with the first two weekends being yeah. Westmead and East Wilkie Kenny you would imagine would have enough to get through I, I think this this will be one like Kilkenny are, are notoriously slow starters in the championship. Like Dublin could have bet him a couple of years and no, they didn't now and they're kind of used to just coming in Nice and handy, winning a couple of games, Leinster going on to the Ireland semi-final. And I think the Joe McDonough progressees, we'll call them, like the you know the Carlos, the Westmeads, the Leashes, the Offalies who have come up over the over the past couple of years, they tend to have their strongest match in the first game of, of the championship. You know, they build up. We've got Kilkenny in round one. I've no doubt that that's been a, a game they've been targeting for a while. They have decent players. So I, I do I do think I, I would expect that this will be an actual relatively close game compared to if it was actually in the last round of the round robin. Westmead did beat famously Eddie Brennan's Kilkenny under twenty ones about five years ago. I don't think it's gonna happen this weekend, but I, I do give Westmead a good shot of putting up a good performance this weekend, as opposed to getting absolutely annihilated. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna be steamrolled, but I do think it's a probably a seven eight point win for Kenny in the end. But 
Westmead to run them for a good 40, 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, Dublin Leash. I think, oh, I think so. Can Kenny have, like, they've progressed. I mean, can Kenny have started to, you know, push on their game plan much more than what it was last year? I think the the new lads have come in. What's the name of that cornerback? Butler. Uh, Butler. Mikey Butler. 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 Yeah, he's very. Yeah, Mikey Butler. Tommy Walsh in the other corner this week. Tommy Walsh. Yeah. yeah. Tommy Walsh. And in, and in Parrig Walsh. And Blanchfield as well, wing back. Like, I actually think King that they've. Kenny progress this year you know and, and, and it's a good thing as well without TJ I think they're a better team than they were last year I still think they'll have up to 9 or 10 points to spare over Westmead I think at this stage I think Kilkenny are, are moving on a bit and they're a lot better than I thought they were aren't they? yeah I suppose Kilkenny had that great performance against Cork from that team that was probably not expected especially in that kind of first 40 minutes and Cork obviously came on top in the second half that league semi-final so but then we but saw again, that, and that's that's form again that you're bringing into the championship. Yeah. Like that, West Weed won't have those, you know, those quality games. And you know, Kilkenny don't don't get caught. Like Kilkenny don't, you know, go into any game and think they haven't won at all. They go and they go for the juggler straight away, and and they kill things off and they keep going. So, I think it, I think it'll be a bit of a romp uh, yeah. against West Weed, unfortunately. I think. Yeah, still, it, yeah, it's good. It will be just to see how they go over, over the 70 minutes. The Dublin Leash game, I know you're kind of quick to move on to that one, Giggles, in terms of you think it's going to be a Dublin win. I do think this is another banana slip, banana skin for, for, for Dublin. I think they're going to have to have all their wits yeah. about them in this. Yeah, the thing, the thing about both teams, Leash and Dublin, is they play off a population of about 18 players. Like Dublin, in particular, for such a big county, they've only got the, the 18. They've got a huge panel of players that they just don't seem to tap in and the league was obvious with that so it was probably good that they got a bit of a break um, that they didn't qualify for a semi-final uh, I think they'll have way too much for Leach I think they will this time I don't know where, where is, the, is the game on in no, I think it's Parnell Park Parnell Park It'll be, Leach will find it hard it to is go Parnell Park yeah. Yeah. it's Parnell Park half six so um, I, I, I would see I think I think Matty Kenny's in his fourth year I think he's he knows what he's about. This is last year, anyway, because he's not. He hasn't delivered for them, really, has he now? Well, he's not got out of the championship twice, two years in a row. <laughs> yeah, but they haven't done it after that, though. That's true. No, no, no. Yeah, I, 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 I think they're they're limited, Dublin. I think yeah. they are limited. Um, I think they'll beat Leash. They, they, they will beat Leash. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Dublin, but only by three points. Three. Okay. I, I, I think. Yeah. I think Dublin I, will I beat Leash by more than Kilkenny will beat Westmead. Johnny. Like their, la- their last five meetings, Dublin have hammered him. And like it was only 2019 where Leash actually turned him over yeah, and caught him out. So, like, you know, that says everything really for me. And, you know, again, they're going to league farm. You know, Dublin had a generally decent enough league. Dublin against Waterford this year was one of the, you know, games games of the league as well this year. Like Dublin, true, well and truly put up the Waterford. We see how good Waterford are now. So, I'm, I, I'd have a lot of fear for a leash you now on this one. I think this could be another bit of a blowout. Okay, well, by about nine points. We have three, three for Dublin. Yeah. We're poisoning through here. We're, I'm, Giggles is after doing a yawn here. See, it's nearly midnight here, so we want to get through before he falls asleep. Leinster hurling. Leinster hurling is <laughs> taking us all, taking us all games. But look, it's not midnight the, at all. The last game to look at Wexford and Galway, which is actually on a half four. Giggles, you told me it was on a half seven. Half four on Saturday. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, Giggles sent me half seven. It's half four Saturday in Wexford. The windiest place in Ireland for a match. Um, Sheffield back on the line. Obviously, he's been he's been away for a few weeks. I, I think this is going to be a cracker. Yeah, I'm trying to get the Galway team up here because we know what the Wexford the Wexford team. 
Lee Chin is on the bench and it's pretty much the same team as the league final. Um, league semi-final. League semi-final. I haven't seen the Galway team. Have you seen the Galway team, lads? Yeah. Owen Murphy. Or not Owen Murphy. Um, Which was there, Sean? Yeah. yeah. Jack Grealish, Dahi Burke, Dee Morrissey, Jack Parg Mannion, Gerard McInerney, Fintan Burke, Cooney and Monaghan midfield, in the, or Evan Nyland, Cooney and Fahey, Whelan, Concanon and Mannion. Whelan, Concanon so and Mannion. Jesus, yeah, yeah, strong and forwards. Will they very turn them over down to Mexford though? That's a big, that would be a massive win for Galway first game. Yeah, I think I think if anyone knows how to beat Wexford, it's Henry Shefflin. <laughs> He's beat them enough in his career. Um, Wexford are good. I think they're good, but they're the same panel of players, pretty much same 16, 17 that Davy had. They had a really, like I think they had a strong league, but they probably won all their games by two points or one point. They had no real performance where they put 70 minutes together and blew a team away, I don't think. Uh, I could be wrong in saying that now, maybe against one of the weaker teams. Actually, no, the, the Offaly game, the game was still the melting pot with 10 minutes to go. They played a weaker team. So, it, it's yeah, it's, it's interesting. They've, they seem to be very one-dimensional, I would say, about Wexford, that they have the running game and then they have the long ball into Conor McDonald, and that's it. Are they playing any different than they did under Davy? Slightly. They have more players, like they have Rory O'Connor in the foot forward line with McDonald. I think that is very important. Davy had poor old Conor McDonald up there on his own for five years and I'd say the poor man is heartbroken marking three backs every single day <laughs> you know um, Rory O'Connor is a game winner he's a game changer but just listening to that full forward line even Jesus Conor Whelan Concanon yeah. and Cahill Mannion Cahill Mannion yeah that's oh, serious, isn't it? Jesus, you, that that drive in the water full forward line now, like of Hutchinson, yeah. and Bennett, and and Kylie. Christ, uh, that that's good. Um, and even in the backs, like Dahi Burke at full back, solid. McInerney's having a good year. Fintan Burke is a great find. Yeah, Fintan Burke is a savage player. Yeah. Um, well, he was he was he was injured last year. He you know he was he was, he was going in, well with Galway yeah. before that. Like he's a very good player. And we've seen him in the club with Ten Thomases. We've seen yeah. him with Galway since he got back. If there's if there's a massive Achilles tendon in the Galway team, it has to be the goalie. Aina. I think it's Aina. Not is it Aina? Inder. What did you say, Johnny? Johnny's not good at naming Galway players. You brilliant he's brilliant at naming Tyrone lads though. Oh, who is who, <laughs> is, who, is, who is the Galway who is the Galway for the cornerback? He's filling out in the podcast. Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Cornerback. <laughs> no. Seamus uh Skill and Bambury, John Bambury. John Bambury. John, John Hanbury. Yeah. John Bambury, you call him. You call him Bambury. Bambury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the two boys are great cracks. He's gone into bigger things with podcasting since then. We gave him we his debut. Gave, yeah. We gave him his break, yeah. Yeah, we gave him his break in Sydney. Yeah. Um, um, so I think, yeah, it's going to be a cracking game. I think Galway have too much for Wexford. Even oh, Wexford I don't know. I don't know. I, I actually think Wexford are going to win this one. Oof. Yeah, I actually think Wexford are going to win. I think Wexford in Wexford Park, it, I reckon it will be, that could be a sellout as well. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. um, and I think yeah, I think Wexford going to get, you know ride on that wave down there. They love getting the crowd going down there. They love it down there. And I think that crowd down in Wexford Park on a windy night is worth three or four points to them. I do. Yeah. It's not a nice place if to I, play. It's not a nice place to play down there. If I was to, like, if you if you blotted out the war for game for Wexford, you'd say through the you know going through league form, you'd say yeah, I I definitely go for Wexford against Galway here. 
the Waterford game kind of like Jesus, they were so bad against Waterford. It was just that's going to have just a, that's going to have an impact out on them. It is definitely going to yeah. have an impact on them. Yeah, but I do, I do think like you know, um, what's his name, Dara, Dara Egan has he's definitely he's definitely made him a better team. You know, since the Davy era, I think they they look like a much more natural team and much more natural style that suits the team as well. Yeah. So you have to love the backroom team as well that he's assembled. Like Niall Cochran is yeah. a great coach that he's, he's brought in exactly. Dublin. And then you've got Gardner, the Dars, like <laughs> legend of Wexford. Yeah, and then Billy Welch, who is a total Wexford man, but like yeah. head coach of the USA that, boxing I'm, team and, our, and the former Irish boxing coach. And if you go over farm as well, Galway and Wexford and Championship, like there's only been one or two, I think it was 2019, or eighteen that Wexford turned Galway yeah, over. Galway have their number. Galway, Galway, Galway have always have their number. Yeah. But I'm just I'm going to go for Wexford just home advantage and and the Dar Egan era. You know, first year teams li- like to make strides in their first year as well, and they always make an impact. So I'm going to go for a Wexford two point win. I won't, I won't be popular now with our good friend Darren Murphy, but but I'll I'm good because I'm going to go for a Galway win by. Seven. Oh, jeez, seven points. I don't know, some ambitious giggles. Seven is it the new two point win? Like, <laughs> it, it can be level yeah. with five minutes to go, and next thing, two one goes in. Yeah, very fast. Or seven points go over very fast. Looking forward to a weekend of hurling, festival of hurling. Shawnee, what way are you going to do it time wise? So, you've got Corklim, you've got Tipperary Waterford at 11 o'clock at night. You'll have to watch that one because it's not 11 yeah. o'clock. And then he'll just end up. And then you have through. to end up rolling on to Cork Limerick. At one in the morning. I pro- I probably will too because um sure obviously the day off on Monday. So Oh sure Jesus, uh, yeah, you don't have to go up to the kids or not, sure. You forget that you get to lay in. <laughs> I get to lay in, yeah. <laughs> Me and Giggles are gonna be up to crack it on here now in seven hours. We're doing the podcast midnight here, they'll be up at half six. Sean is yeah, just gonna stay sure. in the granny flat all weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm heading out there now on the bike and then I'm I think we're going off to some festival there down in Hampton or somewhere like that with the kids. Uh, Strawberry fields, is it? My, <laughs> my, yeah, I'll, I'll get my two hours there into the bike and I'll be right in for the I day. Was, I was driving back after training tonight with the Black Rock and Beats on uh, Today FM and it really brought me back to the Strawberry Fields day. <laughs> yeah, Strawberry Fields is a, an interesting festival that we went to for one of the bike stags in, uh, in, in Melbourne back in the day. A long time ago now, we're well beyond that. Um, Shawnee, yes, yeah, so look, me and Giggles are going to be kicking back middle of the day and watching matches in daylight, having a nice cup of tea. You'll be, um, you'll be able to be getting out the, the chocolates and the biscuits to keep you going into the late night there in Melbourne. I will. Easter eggs. The coffee machine Easter will be left on. Oh, Easter eggs, yeah. Oh, yeah, you need a coffee, definitely, definitely. Um, but look, great to be back doing a podcast. I think this is our 93rd. 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 93rd episode. We said we'd get to the ton. We'll definitely get to the 100 this year. Now, we will go week for week for week. We have to. Um, there was talk for rebranding. We're going to call it Well by GA. <laughs> that was, there, was, there was no talk of that. Um, so, we are, we're going to go hell for leather for next few weeks. We'll do week after week, like the round robin, like we did last year. We didn't do that. Or last year did we do it too. I can't even remember. But Shawnee is going to be back in Ireland in a couple of months too. So, it'll be great with the three of us. We'll do one in the flesh. Again, twenty six or twenty seven. Yeah, he's June, coming for my back. birthday. He's coming for my I'm birthday on twenty six yeah. June. There's Thanks, rumors. Sean. There's rumors we might get into the media pass for the Ireland semi finals. Yeah, we're working yeah. hard on that. Yeah, 
Yeah, so I'll be I'll be arriving at six forty five a.m. on twenty sixth of June. If one of you want to pick me up there, yeah, we collect you, no problem. But just just very quickly, yeah. I I did arrive back two weeks ago exactly. I arrived in on a Friday, and I went to the league final on the Saturday. Giggles was was there also, but I was in the Vorticomas the enclosure in the new stand in FBD Semple Stadium Field of Legends, as it's now called. That's the official rebrand. Right. And uh, my sister works in FBD. I'll give her the plug. So we've got tickets to FBD. But as being in the enclosure, I was with, you know, Liam Sheedy, Ned Quinn, Jeepers. Larry McCarthy, present GA. But you get a tea pass, which I sent on to yourself and, and Giggles. Is Golden ticket. Golden ticket. It's a blue ticket, like a raffle ticket says tea pass. <laughs> and you get to go into the dome, which is this little dome. They call, they call it the TP in tip. It's still called the, the TP. You know what call it? I presume they do. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> and you get tea and sandwiches um, before the match. But it's tea in a... But you know those old kettles from the 1970s that has the tea in the kettle? Oh, like these yeah, big the giant big, kettles, yeah, big, bo- big yeah. boiler things. And they, they pour the tea out of you. Tea's black, like, you know, soot coming out of it, like, you know, strong tea now for the tip lads. Um, yeah, I do recall the photo, Liam, of you... Um, and just to explain the attire Liam was wearing, because Liam is known to walk Every major sporting occasion here in Melbourne or, or the streets of Melbourne in GA gear, O'Neill's head to toe. Well, we are sponsored by him. I'm brand ambassador and for then, And then he proceeds to go back to Ireland to go to his first GA match, not a thread of O'Neill's on him. He's got cricket gear on. I think I had O'Neill pants that? on. I think I had O'Neill pants on. I hope you did, Liam, because I, I didn't see it in the photo I only saw from the, from the waist up. Yeah. And... Uh, I was I was disgusted with you. Well, I tell you what. See, I was going to the Cork Water match. My mother's from Cork, and I was going with her. And she said, "Who are you shouting for?" And I said, well, "Of course, I'm shouting for Cork," which obviously wasn't like you know. <laughs> and then you see Henry play cricket for a team that had a blue hat, and he had a blue cricket hat, and I wore the blue hat oh, going to the yeah. match. And she goes, "You're going to the match in a blue hat." So that's why I wore the blue hat to 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 name my mother. To wind her up. But yeah, I had a tea pass, five star luxury. Had a cup of tea and sandwiches and a bun. You got a bun as well. So. What was the menu? A sandwich and a bun, is it? Yeah, you just platter a sandwich put down in front of you and a bun. It's a special it's a special Tipperary hang sandwich. They put it in the tin foil, then they get a big fat lad to sit on it, to flatten it. But honestly, you should <laughs> see this thing. It <laughs> this thing is mad, the tea pass. And you, you got your tea pass when you scanned in your ticket, like, do you want to go for the tea now or do you want to go at half time? Oh. <laughs> I was like, No, we go now. So we had the tea before the match. We didn't get to go in at half time then. That's the corporate Jeez. hospitality in FBD Simple Stadium, Field of Legends. Oh, you didn't have that corporate hospitality in the Formula One last weekend. Oh, let's not talk about that. We're in the podcast now. <laughs> Johnny was on pit lane for the Formula One qualifying on Saturday, looking out. Yeah, we got the footage. Red Bull, the Red Bull corporate box. No, Seth, Max, and Sergio. Seth, Max, and Sergio. Yeah, Sergio Perez. Perez yeah. All right, we're going to leave it there. Get in touch with us on gadeaga at gmail.com at on Twitter and GoodAGA on Instagram Shawnee good luck enjoy the Easter weekend see you next weekend I'll be on to you over the weekend yeah mind yourself Shawnee take care take care everyone talk to you all soon good luck good luck good luck